Welcome back to Tooth Nail Appalachia. I'm Jeremy, and hopefully you guys are doing good wherever you're listening from. Good Yule. Happy holidays. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm figuring at this point, if, if you're still hanging around listening to this shit, um, you're not going to get offended by the happy holidays, I'm sure. But, uh, but you know, I, I find it funny that people still get pissed off by that. I've always said happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas when I was a kid. Uh, a lot of that has to do with the fact that there's two fucking holidays there. So there's New Year's and Christmas is what, you know, a lot of people around here obviously, you know, celebrate. So instead of saying two things, I say happy holidays and it covers the fucking board, right? <laughs> but you know how people are. Hopefully you guys have a good one. Uh, I think we're supposed to be getting a storm. Uh, tomorrow possibly I don't know if it's going to hit where we're at right now Um, I think it's supposed to hit a good chunk of West Virginia but I don't know that it's supposed to hit where I'm at which is (laughs) we're going to get hit by a little bit of rain but I don't think we're going to get the snow and that's that's good for me but I went ahead and um, you know try to get everybody's presence ready uh, the problem is none of us really celebrate you know I celebrate um, Yule and that's that's my thing um, but as far as the family goes we don't really celebrate um, we have dinner but I mean the adults don't really give each other presents uh, we mainly do it for the kids. If it wasn't for the kids, we wouldn't do it at all as far as presents. Because um, everybody's kind of agreed on that, you know. <clears throat> I usually don't need anything. Um, and my uncles don't, you know, usually need anything. Uh, so, of course, with mom, I'll end up getting her some flowers and, and some stuff to take down there. But, um, I mean, I just... I don't know, it's weird. Uh, Mamaw died, and that was kind of the end of that. Um, it just got sad. And we've we've tried to make up for that. <clears throat> we've tried to sit down and say, well, we're going to take over the mantle of, you know, uh, Elder for Christmas, and, and Michaels have tried it where... You know, we're all going to get together and we're all going to do this, but I don't know. It feels less and less like it used to. And of course it's going to, you know, everybody's getting older, but I mean, we've lost so many people that at this point it's, you know, we had, we stood a chance. It felt like, you know, to kind of take over and everybody get together. But after my great aunt died, my brother died. My cousin died. It just became uh, damn near impossible to feel any anything like he used to. Mom got sick. Papa died. I mean, so now it's just going to be us all getting together for dinner. And uh, <clears throat> so I got I got my youngest nephew something and I got my oldest nephew something um, I did get them give them gifts 
and they just came in today. I got a copy of Beowulf while I was at it because I didn't have a physical copy. And um, with the power potentially going out, <laughs> that's, they say prepare for it. But again, I don't, I don't know that it's going to hit this area. Um, but because the electric around here is as shoddy as it fucking is, just like everything else, uh, including the internet connection, the, uh, I get no cell phone signal here. So, uh, we're pretty much, we're pretty much, uh, you know, just kind of hanging out <laughs> at this point. If something happens, we're just hanging out waiting for something to happen. But, uh, but while we're doing that, I figured Beowulf is a good place to sit down and, and, um, you know, read aloud, uh, you know, about candlelight <laughs> in case that does happen. If not, it's just good to read aloud anyways. Uh, it's good for family time. But I got um, my oldest nephew a copy of the Odyssey. And of course I got him something else too, but um, you know, this was the important one. <laughs> uh, a couple years back, he found out that my brother, who's my half-brother actually, um, has Greek in, in that bloodline. and. Uh, which my mom always said, you know, they had Greek here. Uh, but uh, my nephew is kind of, where, where my brother didn't care about that at all, he was always more uh, pro-Appalachian. So his, to him, his only culture was Appalachian. That's it. That's the only thing that mattered to him. Um, my nephew has kind of gone on this, this big journey of, of finding out you know who he is on a um, on a fuller scale he actually cares about you know um, where he comes from so he's really interested in the Greek stuff so I figured this would be a good way to start him out and start him a library he's getting old enough to be a man uh, so he'll be moving out here in a couple of years and I want him to I wanted to give him a gift, um, you know, that, that'll, you know, suit him. Uh, whenever he gets 18, uh, more, like he's had knobs and stuff before, but I want to get him like a really good, uh, a solid knife uh, as, as a way to kind of sit him on his way. But this is kind of leading up to that. Um, so him having a copy of the Odyssey, I feel like is a good start for, for the next, uh, you know, two years. It was, a. Uh, it's been a long time, like I said, since it's felt like Christmas or, or some sort of holiday, right? Uh, you know, I remember the smells of, uh, my mom making Chex Mix. She used to, she used to make her own Chex Mix, uh, she had, she'd make a sauce, a specific sauce that she would make in, and uh, she'd get all of her, you know, her Cheerios and pretzels and all these things together, and she'd do all that, and she'd make Buckeyes, and the whole house smelled like, you know, peanut butter and chocolate. If you've never had a Buckeye, it looks like a Buckeye. It, it's literally, it's a, it's a ball of uh, peanut butter with chocolate over top of it, and then you only see it just like a buckeye. There's one little, 
you know, peanut butter colored spot on the, uh, on the little round piece of chocolate. And it's fucking delicious. But her whole house smells like that. And I really, I, I'd say, I, oh God, I haven't had one of those in forever, but I mean, I, I do miss them. Um, and it sucks that nobody has, has kept those recipes. Um, I don't think my uncle may have a recipe for that. Uh, but, uh, to the best of my knowledge, I don't think anybody's, anybody's made them since her though. So, um, if they've got it and they're just sitting on the fucking recipe, they need to be using that shit. But, you know, things like the smell of the house, the feel of the house, you know, you'd go in and it'd be, and I've talked about this before, to keep the house warm, you'd have, um, you know, they had heating and stuff, but uh, on the really fucking cold nights, because it was a really old house. I mean, you're talking about a house that was transformed from an old schoolhouse. Uh, and, and turn into an actual living or livable house. Um, so you had this, um, you know, this, this old structure who got heat, but on really cold uh, days, and especially where you'd have like a week where it, it would be freezing cold, uh, Memo always had nails hanging up all over the, the walls at the top of the, you know, toward the ceiling. And she'd always hang these big, um, I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you do. The, the old fuzzy blankets, not the, uh, not quilts and stuff, but like fuzzy blankets. She had a ton of them and she would just hang those from the, uh, you know, in front of the windows over doorways and you know it may be five degrees outside but you go inside and it, as soon as you walk in you can't fucking breathe it's so hot and that's the way <laughs> she had the house and it kept it kept warm really really well um but she was she was very adamant about uh, keeping those blankets ready whenever it was going to get cold and then of course she had her like a little space heater and stuff too for her feet because they stayed cold. But um, she, she really—I mean, everything about thinking about it makes me feel like a kid again, you know. But you don't—you don't really get that much as an adult. You, I mean, I think the best you can do is try to create something for the kids. You know, that's kind of where I've, I've been at. Maybe, maybe that's kind of uh, short-sighted, though, you know. Maybe that's thinking a little too um, too much on the surface. Maybe we should be trying to, to do it for ourselves, too, at this point. Uh, you know, in the long term, instead of just doing it until the kids get you know, older. But I don't know. It's hard to do. It's hard to do whenever, you know, we've talked about family splitting up and how things have changed with with the culture and stuff. But, I mean, it really has changed to the point where <clears throat> the families almost break up as soon as these old-timers die. That's it. 
everybody kind of goes off and does their own thing and and it's uh it's heart-wrenching because what are you supposed to do with that you know you have a half a family just kind of holding on by a thread you know and you know with the half a family you have half a heart you know so everything's you know, half-assed <laughs> so Hopefully you guys are, are keeping traditions up and creating new ones and, and doing things with your family. So, um, and doing things especially with your groups. If you if you've got groups, I know a lot of people who listen to this have uh, tribes or, or some form of um, you know uh, peer group that they they do a lot with. <clears throat> some are based on religion. Some are based on activity. Some are based just on uh, keeping each other accountable, whatever the case. And if you haven't, um, you know, and that's something you're going for, hopefully it's something you find this year. It's been, it's been an interesting year. I've lost my fucking mind this year. And uh, you would think that that's a bad thing. It, and in many, many ways it has been. Uh, there's been a lot of negativity about me losing it. Uh, mentally, I have fucking lost it. There's a lot of stuff that I, I went in head first with that I wasn't necessarily um, prepared for, I suppose. And jumping in head first, I have gone way over the <laughs> over, overboard, if you will, but... Um, it's been a learning experience. It's been a sacrifice almost, right? You start to... You get out of this shit, right? You get into this, um, you know, sometimes you go over the deep end. You, you get out there, it breaks up the monotony. And somewhere in all that chaos, you start to find some sort of progress, right? You start to find, okay, what do I need to be working on? What do I need to do? These are drastic times for me. What do I need to do to survive? Uh, you know, what do I need to find in myself to find confidence? What do, you know, what is it that I I can thrive on and, and use as a way to keep my head above water? You start to find ways to survive. You start to find ways to, you know, you start to find meaning in shit. I'm not saying go out here and fucking, you know, uh, you know, lose your fucking mind, but definitely, I, I, I do think people should go, and from time to time, instead of just kind of sitting on the sideline, actually do something that, that puts them in a situation, uh, or a comfortable situation that makes them think, or makes them, uh, have some sort of connection. <clears throat> We get too comfortable with shit. We, you know, our connections are flimsy. And, um, I've learned a lot about myself this year. You know, I've, you know, I've, I've gained friends. I've lost friends, uh, people that I, I trusted that I, I loved, um, have, have treated me like shit. And I don't even think, I don't even think half of them fucking know it. 
they don't get why there's a reason that I treat them the way I treat them. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's because, you know, people, people have fucking disrespected me and, um, you know, people you call brother and shit, they, they fucking, um, you know, they drop you at the fucking, so then they don't get it whenever you don't fucking come around them. Uh, there's a lot of shit that, that goes into a, a relationship going back and forth. And I've, I've lost a lot of people. Um, and, and that's probably for the best because when it comes down to, uh, happiness, when it comes down to trying to keep folks around you who are, um, who, who are no bullshit and all that stuff. If they start, <clears throat> if they start bringing out the worst in you and it's bringing out uh, a person that you don't like that's causing you stress, they're probably not a person that you want to continuously deal with, right? And that's that's common sense, but I, I feel like, you know, with, with me especially, I've always said I have that stray dog loyalty and shit, and so it's hard for me to do that sometimes. And that's something I've, I've definitely, <clears throat> over the last couple of months, I've, I've kept certain people at arm's length, uh, quite a few people actually, um, at, at arm's length and, uh, kind of doubled down on everybody else. And, uh, that's just something that I, I feel like you, you've almost got to do. Um, and at the same time, there's a lot of stuff I've, I've got to work on too for this next year. It's a, it's a prog progress you know you've got to take it as it as it comes so you know we can sit here and say well you know i didn't get everything accomplished this year that i wanted to i guess you know i felt this but no i mean i i don't think you did i think if you've gotten something out of an experience and if you learn from it that it's a it's progress to that ultimate goal so you can't you can't just give up on it after that, you know. That's always been my problem is getting discouraged and shit. And what I've learned is uh, once you get discouraged and you just fucking throw your hands up with it, I mean, you're pretty much sealing your own your own death warrant on that. Um, you're closing that door yourself, and you can't blame anybody but yourself for that. You've got to continue it into the next year. Um so, I mean, this year was, was definitely a learning experience. It was definitely setting up a foundation of where I want to be um, and, and trying to get me there. And it's just going to take some time. Uh, you got to trust the process. I know it's, it tends to be the, the new thing that everybody says, but it's, it's, the, it's fact. You have to trust the process because you're not going to be able to see everything that's going on in, in works, right? You're not going to see how it all plays out right off. If that was the case, you know, it should be so much easier. But you are going to be able to see, you know, go through it, deal with it. Actively, while it's happening, try to handle it the best you can in a way that is putting you toward your goal, you know, um, whatever it is. And you know, 
then look back on it after it happened and say, okay, well, how did I handle this? Could I have handled this better? Did I do this, you know, did I get the results I wanted? Um, you know, whether that's anything from working out to um, just dealing with people. You know, for me, patience and, and <laughs> um, you know, keeping my mouth shut on a lot of things. That stuff is important and it's things that I need to start working on myself. Um, especially the patience part, but, you know, definitely working with, with other people and trying to, uh, you know, deal with, with how other people, uh, you know, as far as conflict goes, as far as, um, you know, cause my automatic response to conflict is more conflict, you know, and that's not always the best way to do things. Um. I really do try to end conflict, but I, I always try to end conflict in the most <laughs> aggressive way possible. And that's because I try to stomp it out before it gets out of hand, but it only causes more conflict, you know? And so uh, it's something that I've had to try to pull back on and, um, you know, not escalate situations. Um, you know, really having the time to make sure that um, that I'm actually taking care of myself. <clears throat> That's something else that I've had a hard time with, and it's something that I've had to I've had to learn and and take in this this past year because you know all these years of not taking care of myself, my body is fucked. Uh, and it's internally, which is what's really screwed up. Uh, it, it, it's it's on a process right now. It's on a path of of getting better. It's a it, it's a process, but it's still. If I would have taken care of this stuff before, um, you know, there wouldn't be all these issues. You know, uh, things like random blood. Um, <laughs> so. Um, you know, sometimes you wake up and just spit up a bunch of blood. Well, you know, uh, it is what it is, but that's always, that's always a route I've taken as well. Throw my hands up and it's that fatalism we talked about before, you know, <clears throat> but you know, this year I've, I've started to take care of things and try to get myself in, in, um, a better condition than what I have been in, but. I've <clears throat> neglected myself for so long, especially whenever, you know, I was being a caregiver, specifically, um, full time, you know, you're taking care of somebody else, your, your priority isn't yourself. But the fact is when people say, I, and I used to think it was bullshit when people say, well, if you don't take care of yourself, how can you take care of somebody else? I always kind of shrugged it off and said, well, I'm doing a pretty fucking good job. Um, truth is taking care of somebody by yourself, it, it is a difficult situation and I didn't necessarily have a way at the time for anybody else to take care of mom. So it, for me, it was survival, but there was no excuse for the years before that I should have been taking care of myself better. Um, and there's things that I could have done to minimize the situation that has turned into now. So, you know, things like, you know, dealing with, um, you know, kidney shit and, and, um, 
all these other issues, uh, you know, injuries, all this stuff. I've got injuries from whenever I was a teenager still, you know, I got a fucked up knee, um, you know, that still needs drained. Uh, you know, I've still got an injury from last March that needs to also be drained. <laughs> I've, I've got, I've got a bunch of liquid on my leg, you know, uh, from that injury. And, uh, so I've got this big lump on my leg. Uh, they've, they've done scans and everything. There's no blood clots. There's you know, nothing like that. It's just, it's just water. It looks like, but, um, you know, there's stuff that I, I needed to take care of years ago, like the, the knee injury, like the back injuries. Um, but I, I just haven't. So these things, these things are just stuff that, you know, th this is shit that, that you need to take care of. It's just going to be a short little, um, happy holidays type episode, but really though, um, hopefully you guys are having a good one. Hopefully you get to spend it with the people that you love and if you don't have anybody that you're spending it with um love yourself you know do something for yourself and um you know set those goals and, and really work toward getting them don't get discouraged if they don't come to you right away everything's a prog process that you've got to really just work toward um so you guys take care of yourselves uh if you're somewhere where it's cold Stay warm, and I'll catch you next time.